Hello and welcome to episode number three of Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsend.net. No, bentownsendmusic.net. <laughs> Smooth. And I'm with... My name is Sam Townsend from samtownsendmusic.net. And is that a real website address? Yes, it is. Okay, everyone uh, go straight to samtownsendmusic.net. Yes. Um, today we are going to be talking about a live performance that the Chili's did in 1995 on the One Hot Minute tour at Madison Square Garden. Following on from last week's uh, episode on the album One Hot Minute. On One Hot Minute, yeah. So I think we don't want to burn through all the albums immediately, no. do we? So no. we'll probably do an album, then a, a, li- a performance live. from the live, that era. And talking about that live era, can I talk a little bit about this laminate that I'm wearing around Please my neck? Do, yes, yeah. Um, we'll put a picture up on, I'll tweet a picture of this out. At uh, Sam, what is our, our Twitter handle? Uh, at universally speaking, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. no, we've just we've just set this up. It's at universally rhcp. Excellent. So, um, if you've got any questions that you want us to talk about, um, then please, on that. yeah, send us a tweet. I'm wearing a mint condition laminated VIP USA one hot minute tour uh, backstage pass from the nineteen 19- this very tour. Mint condition. Mint condition. And then you don't like it when you say condition. Yeah, mint condition. <laughs> but we will be, uh, at some point in the video we're going to watch, a certain young man holds one of these up. Yes, it, that's absolutely true. But we can't talk about who he is yet, because we're not doing it yet. No, but it does happen, and you have one there. Excellent. Oh, I haven't got one. No. Oh, you didn't buy me one, just treated yourself to one. Exactly. Now you're showing off. Yes. Uh, well, I think you'd be showing off if you had a mint condition 1995 tour laminate around your neck. On uh, a I would, yes. yes. Yeah, very true. Um, so we have had, after the first episode, we had a question come in on Twitter from... One at, of our listeners. One of our listeners, at Dubber5. Um, and the question was, what has been your favourite live Chili's experience? So I think we've both seen, we've both seen the Chili's a number of times numerous yeah do you want to have a well I actually completely forgot to think about this oh, prior to uh, <laughs> to the recording of this episode off the top of your head off the top of my head my favourite Red Hot Chili Peppers live experience uh, well there's been a couple hasn't there we've we've been to see them twice at Docklands in London yeah I've definitely got a couple of very good times there what I was think... that what was that guy's name that we met at, outside the Docklands on the field. He uh, said, rehydrate to win the race. Yeah, rehydrate to win the race, which I didn't do. Which, no, which well, we I, never do. No, never. We are in a permanent state of... Uh, Bamboozlement. Unhydration. Hmm. But, but uh, yeah, there we were at the Docklands. And uh, I think it was probably... Well, when we somewhat fortuitously appeared in the music magazine, Kerrang! Yeah, that's great, yeah, that's... Because uh, we were near the front, yeah. and there was a picture taken from behind John when he was playing under the bridge. Yeah, and we both featured in the picture in the magazine Kerrang. I think I'll go for that. Yeah, you certainly featured more prominently in that picture, but you can definitely see I did. some I, of my forehead. Yes, well, I was a larger man in those in those days. You so were. I, I, it was easy for me to dominate. You were, and in fact, the there's a bit of backstory to that story, because that's the one where we went and bought. 
Oh, is that the one? tickets. Yeah. yeah. Well, but, um, unknowingly. But bootleg tickets or someone in the park area mm. uh, to the side of the Docklands. And I think they cost £40 each, didn't they? Now, this was in the day when tickets were a lot cheaper than they are now. Well, bearing in mind, this was 2002, probably. Yeah. Around the early 2000s. And, uh, yeah, we turned up, got there nice and early. Because we'd bought tickets off that, off a very similar guy, if not the same guy, previously. No, I think we the first time twice. we went, we had tickets, didn't we? No, we definitely. That's why we were so confident because we didn't have tickets. It was me, you, Camilla, and Scott. Yeah, that was the time that we got stung, wasn't it? Yeah, but we'd been up before and done it, and it had worked. Oh, okay, well, I'm not gonna. I, I don't you necessarily agree that. with that. No, but I'm not gonna debate that live on air. No, okay, we'll talk about this. We'll talk about Off that later. Mic. But no doubt, we did turn up. We turned up on the. Um, Overland, didn't we? The Overland uh, did train. Dot DL, DLR. DLR, and got off and immediately got approached by a tout and thought our luck was in. 40 quid each, happy days. Spent the rest of the day getting drunk, playing cards. Yeah, yeah. And um, getting ready. Field, yeah, yeah the, like the whole day. It was a great day. It was, uh, yeah. And then the, we went to go in and they tore the tickets. <laughs> yes, they, they were. Did. They were p- Sort of card, they weren't, weren't they? Ones, yeah. And they inside the genuine tickets were red. They had to have the ink inside, didn't they? Yeah, they were. They had an, an inner layer of red, and ours were not, and we got turned away. And at this point, it was about twenty minutes before the show. I mean, we were literally standing. Oh, we were going to see in. the show. So, yeah, we were, and there, there we were, ready to go in. There was a light on. I was a student at the time, yeah. and I had practically no money at all. And Scott had no money, and Camilla had no money. Yeah, because I funded everybody's tickets. So they got, they went in, didn't they? Theirs were accepted. No, 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 no. What happened? What was? We got a pro- We went and found those other dealers who took us down the side of the Docklands. Yeah, and it was all very shady. And I think we paid one hundred and ten, one hundred and ten for I each ticket. After that, specifically remember that because I had in my bank account. I had a hundred and ten pounds. Yeah, because we and the I show was all, the show was about to start. I took it all out and yeah. Right, so that's right. I funded. Uh, I think I paid for Camilla's and Scott's. He said back. to me, he said to us, didn't he? I'll take you around the back and get you in. Yes. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and you and, and, and to be fair, I was young. I was a young man, and I was. I said, "Let's go with this guy. He's going to get us in." And you said, "No, this is not." This is not above board. He is not going to get us in it. What he's actually going to do is beat us to a pole. Yeah, and take all, and take all, take the two hundred twenty pounds that he knows we've got because we've just agreed. We'll buy two. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. You're right. But but then what happened was I went up. I said only one of us go up because we said to the yes. guy, yeah, yeah, you we'll went, buy. Yeah, you went up. Yeah, we said we'll buy one I ticket. You stand out the front. Yeah, the three of you stood. We bought one ticket. Yeah. I went up. It yeah. got torn. It had the ink in, and yeah, so then yeah, we, yeah. I waved and to you guys. These guys were these guys were not were not particularly nice nice guys. No, I think the term gangster. Yeah, they were gangsters. Um, and so I stood with this gangster while mm. you went up, and I was very drunk. We'd been there all day. I was sort of chatting to him, trying to keep him sweet, and you gave me the thumbs up from the door and said, "Yeah, these are legit. Let's go in." And we, so we went in. And they were already playing, universally speaking, funny enough. No, they? they were already playing um, By The Way. And as we, oh, yeah, and we yeah, heard yeah. the end of By The Way, yeah. and the reason we got to the front was, yeah, was because, because then universally speaking came on and we pogoed our way from the very yeah. back of the Docklands yeah, to, to the about very front. four, three, four rows back. Yeah, and it was from there that we featured in the pitch. Exactly. Yeah, great. That was a great, um, that was a great gig. Excuse me. 
I, I was, I think I had a great experience when we went to Wembley because Vanessa, yeah. my wife, my girlfriend at the time, my now wife, came along and we watched the Chili's yeah, on the that Cali was, uh, tour and they came out wearing the luminous, all four different colour luminous body the suits. The suits. Body suits. Like no, they skin were... tight. Oh, were they? Yeah. Um, but they only played for about an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, they quarter. did. quarter. It was very short. Well, that was, yes. But they did play I Could Have Lied. Well, yeah, which was nice. We, I went up with a friend of mine uh, to... We were we were seventeen, I think, at the time, and we drove up there. We did it. His father made us do a trial run in the car, <laughs> so we drove up to Wembley Arena, parked where we were going to park at the pub. Do you remember the pub? Yeah, because it had that game with the rollerball. Was it a golf game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the rollerball. Right. And so we parked there. We did it. We trialed up, and then then obviously on the day we drove up, and uh, yeah, it was it, it, was, was, it was great because yeah. we. Having beers and so that's your moment. that's your outstanding memory. I think the the, the 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 really good ones in my mind are going up to Wembley because it was the chance to share the chilies with V, and that's when she bought me the um, the Red Hots but, um, baseball top. What that was for the first that was at Wem- no, that was at Wembley where we got that, and it was a great gift, fifty pound at the time. That was an awful lot of money. Yeah, Wembley time. Arena. Yeah, that was that was great. I I, I really like thinking back to the day. Well, at fifty pounds a lot of money now. Uh, not really on the mega bucks that we end doing this podcast. Oh, very true. Uh, and we should say um, this episode is sponsored by Squarespace. Um, use the offer code uh, RHCP Squarespace for a twenty percent discount. I did just have to say that chocolate oranges yeah. are available from yeah, Robinsons. Yeah. <laughs> um, at Hyde Park, we had a great time in Hyde Park. We did because uh, Reservoir Dogs were being reissued. It was the tenth yeah. anniversary. Oh yeah, of course. Was it the tenth yeah. anniversary? No, it was a spe- it was just the release of the DVD, wasn't it? When they did um, all those different sleeves with all the different yeah, and they, they had the cards. There was people handing out the postcards, and we yeah. we just took a bunch. They said, "Oh yeah, so, so we, so we were handing out Reservoir Dogs cards." That was a, that was a good day. You had to go under, do you remember? You had to go under the road to go yeah, to the tour. That's right. Yeah, I think. Uh, we've had some great times going up to see the Chili. We have. The, and we'll just wrap this section up, but yeah. the, the the one where we met at the gay bar was a great. Uh, oh yeah, that was off the cuff. That was I um, was doing a removal in yeah, the morning, and that was uh, Earl's Court, wasn't it? You were going up with Jez, your yeah. friend Jez. Yeah, yeah. And Jez you Gale. called me and said, "I can get two more tickets. Can you come?" Yeah. And I bunked off the job I was doing and came made up my and way up. Yeah. And that was when me and Jez went in, went got to Earl's Court. We had hours to burn. Went down to a bar, went in, and uh, and we were there for about an hour. And it was only when we saw two two guys. Oh, that's right, yeah. Getting off of each other we on the pool back. table, we realised it was a gay bar, and it was it was great. Then we went back after. Well, afterwards, yeah, because we had a couple, an hour before the train. Yeah. Went back in, had a wait of time. And got no, they were doing. Um, couples get getting couples free. getting free. So, so we, we all went in holding, holding hands. hands and, <laughs> and there was yeah. a big queue of girls. That's right. uh, outside you couldn't get in or had to pay to get in good stuff okay okay so I think uh, that just about wraps that one up yeah I mean if you'd like your question answered as succinctly as we've just answered the question from at Dubber 5 yes thank you at Dubber 5 for uh, for sending that one in a, yeah. a very good question should we bring ever back? meet should we ever meet we'll thank you in person mm. you um, may even marry that person but if not, uh, yeah. If we ever meet, I will. I will marry you. <laughs> are we? Are we admitting that now? I think. Yeah. I think, we just I think the cat's out the bag. 
Yeah, that one came in from my, my wife. <laughs> uh, but voluntarily, we should yes. Yeah, yes. We didn't coerce her into submitting that question. You didn't phone her on the way home from work on Friday when we were driving her. No, give her that specific question no. to, 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 ask. to put on Twitter. No, you, no, that, you but, didn't do that. No, well, I wouldn't do that. And nor would you. That seems no. dishonest, unhonest. Okay then, very good. So we're going to move on to uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers live at Madison Square Garden in 1995. Okay then. Uh, we're going to go through this performance uh, that's on YouTube, and it's got behind-the-scenes footage as well. Yeah. And the video is called... What is the video called? Red Hot Chili Peppers, Madison Square Garden, NYC 1996, and it's been uploaded by the Orfeo 9999. Uh, that's T-H-E-O-R-F-E-O. And it's about... 45 minutes long. 45 minutes long. Exactly. And you'll know you've got the right one because it starts off by saying Boston the day before, or worse to, the, worse to that effect. We're going to watch the behind-the-scenes sections and just have a little chat about those. I think there's five songs, five live songs. We'll have a chat about those. Yes, yes. Um, first thing I've got to say about this is it starts off in Boston the day before, the night before. Yeah, which so they're setting up. They do a gig. Um, and then immediately cane it off to New York City mm. as soon as they finish. Yeah. And what did you think about that? It was a little confusing. <laughs> <laughs> Is it because the video is called Live at New York City and it starts off in Boston? Yes, but I, I, I mean, it's good, it's good stuff. The, the footage before the show and behind the scenes, I mean, what, you know, 1995... Bands were still, I, I don't know if they still are, living the life. These guys getting in limos, yeah, you know, well, speaking I, with fans, fantastic stuff for, for them. I did a bit of research. Boston to New York is 215 miles and mm. will take you approximately three hours, 40 minutes to do. So as you can see, they jump in the, in the coach in the tour bus. Yeah, like 11 o'clock. Yeah, and they... Uh, and they arrive at about five five ten a.m. Don't they? So what were they doing in NYC? Very slow. Well, they were playing cards. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, right. It took a took a long time to get down. So it took them six hours. <laughs> and then they get to New York City. Presumably go to bed for a bit. And then you're up at the sound check for three o five. They're all going off to sound check. Yeah. Three p.m. Have a little kip. But busy, none of them were drinking in, on the bus, interestingly. Anthony was smoking. Uh, yeah, he was. Uh, he, he was, which is surprising. Navarro was smoking, but to see Anthony smoking, I, I didn't know. I'm some... not sure I've seen that before. No, I wouldn't have worried that. No. Um, they flee on the, on, the, on the tour bus says that he lost 80 hands yesterday. Yes. And he certainly didn't win that one against Chad. He got straight. Where he's cheating. Ah. I see, I see, see him hide that card. Yeah, Chad's a cheater. Mm. But anyway, I mean, what a life. Driving around, playing music. Lovely as well to see, you see it in, the, in this clip and again later, how close at this stage Flea and Anthony still were. I know they are now as well, but 
in those days, they were extremely close still. Yeah, you are hugging when um, during sound checks yeah, and yeah. on stage. You know, you don't really see that nowadays. But it's not. It's easy to sort of underestimate the bond that they shared in the in the early years and even coming into ninety five. Yeah. When they really, you know, they they're one of the biggest bands in the world now, but they are still a pretty raw outfit. And I think maybe at that point it's even more important that that, that relationship is strong because you've lost John. Yeah. And you're having a more difficult relationship with the new guitarist. Yeah. Anthony's struggling with addiction again. And those two best friends, that's when you need your mates, isn't that when you're having a hard yeah. time? Yeah, they are They are the core of the band, and especially during, you know, at this time. I love Dave's slinky dressing gown. Yeah. Silky. He seems silky to be moving around backstage in his dressing gown. Yeah. Chad, Chad's wearing this sort of boxer-esque uh, dressing gown as well to come out on stage to. And Chad looks so young. Chad looks so young. Chad looks young, and I mean, I mean, you can get away with anything in those days. Flea's flashing his cock. Yes, and scaring a little and scaring a small boy up against the wall. Yeah, <laughs> and he Flea scares a small boy, shouts in his face, and then gets his cock out. Yeah, that's and that all, would uh, be frowned upon now. And all they do is uh, just blur out his penis. Yeah, which I found disappointing. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, they could have blurred out everything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, nice to hear. Good time, boys, on there. Yeah. yeah well, again, this, even though it's, what, seven years from since Mother's Milk, they, uh, at, the, at the core, they're still that, they're still that sort of band of brothers. Yeah. And, oh, that, and that, and that, and that music's still relevant. It, you know, it's less relevant now, 20 years on, but that they hadn't, they hadn't moved on that much. Well, the stage presence is still very similar. Yeah. You imagine how close this was to Mother's Milk in relation to where we are now. It's, what, 24, 25 years since mm. One Hot Minute. What year was Mother's Milk? 88. Right, so we're, we're 30, 30 years on. 31 years on. Jesus. Um, just on the logistics of that tour. Yes. Uh, they must, the crew are break it, setting it up in Boston. Yeah. They must be breaking it back down. Yeah. Now they're either leapfrogging so they, they have two uh, two crews what, two crews, crews two, two stage crews. setups. Yeah, yeah, you got to. There's no well, way you could break one down in in uh, in Boston, and then set it back up again in LA. Or, alternatively, break one down in Boston and set it back up in New York City. Yeah, that'd be even that would it'd be well, even harder to well, do in LA. I mean, imagine <laughs> imagine that though. If the you know the band had gone on to to New York City. Yeah. And then they find out that the rest of the crew's gone on to to to, 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 to Los Angeles. Set, yeah. up, set up there. That would that mean that would have been. So do you think they're leapfrogging it? Then? Yes. Uh, well, I would have thought so. Certainly, that's what the big GNR did that for their big tour back in the early nineties. Yeah. When they had the Use Illusion tour. Well, I mean, they might be doing it, but it just seems like a. But lot. it's it's feasible to drive. Yeah, it's feasible, but you've only got to like hit some traffic or. Yeah. Anyway, so it's, it's I like that look behind the scenes of of the crew. Yeah, it's good to see. Yeah, it's very good to see. Okay, and I think they then move on to song number one. Yes. Which is Give It Away. Yeah. And um, a, a big moment for the University Speaking Podcast. 
this is the first time that we will talk about a track off Blood Sugar Sex Magic. <laughs> and ironically, it's being played by Dave Navarro. Well, I don't think that irony was necessarily lost on Dave Navarro when he was having to play it. Do you think the whole band was performing it and thinking, God, this is ironic. (laughs) I think Dave probably did. 25 years from now, there's going to be a couple of brothers. I don't know whether they were, whether it was the opener. No, no, it may, I don't think it was. I think they probably, because funnily enough, I think, well, we can have a look on setlist.com, probably. Mm. But it feels to me they'd open with a a one whole minute track. Mm. And why not open with Warped? So they might be out of order. They might be out of order. But, yeah. I mean, if... Actually, as I was watching it, I took it as, as being the opener just because it was the first song I heard. And I thought to myself, poor old Dave. Did you? Yeah. Why? Well, he's out there, and they're still opening with... Oh, I see, ...songs yeah. that he hasn't, he hasn't written. No, I, don't, I didn't take it as the opener. But if no. it was the opener... Then you would have thought... Poor old Dave. Yeah. Overall, I thought it was a very very strong performance. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. Lovely to see the lads so young and energised. Certainly look young. Playing a song like Give It Away. Great performance from the SWAT. Great, I mean, all around, actually. A, a really, really, really strong performance. Yeah, yeah. I think it is very, very good. Dave Navarro. God bless him. God bless him, sir. In that situation, I think he's really good there. That's the kind of song that that suits him. His his guitar, his guitar tone is is a bit more pushed than it is on the record. So it's got a bit more overdrive, which I like. Mm. Sounds good, and it gets more pushed as it goes on. By the end of the by the last verse, as he comes out the last solo, it's just getting more and more rocky. Mm. Yeah, it's very good. I think probably the main talking point has got to be the the. The, you know the breakdown in the middle or towards the end okay yeah let's talk about that then because I think overall the, the song you know as we know it is very very good yeah you've got the swan on top form you've got Chad sold as ever now he never changes I mean he looks younger yeah but other than that he's uh, you know the same solid drummer that we know today so are you saying that but it is behind the sun that 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 breakdown when they do, they do a bit of behind the sun. Yes, yeah, they do. But are you saying that just like the album One Hot Minute, you had a great song and then you've got two minutes of, of meandering about? I'm not saying that. Actually, what I'm saying is that you know we know that Flea and John shared you know these wonderful times on stage where they where they sort of just break into mm. um, off the cuff. Yeah, yeah, off the cuff magic. Yeah, musical interludes, and that. Yeah, I mean, whether it was one of those or whether it was a sort of planned instrumental. Either way, I don't think it it was particularly good. No, I think you've got the song kind of finishes, then you've got a bit of noodling about. Yeah. Then you've got that nice bit of behind the sun. Yeah. Then it dies off again, and then you've yeah. got that brilliant ending. Yeah. With the ending of the song, with Chad doing a huge drum yeah, after yeah, yeah. Um 
but yeah, it's just. It, I even live. I'd just rather see people play a song, do it yeah, well, and, it yeah, and get on. I mean, it's nice. It's you know, it's atmospheric, and it's it's lovely to see uh, Dave smoking a cigarette and putting his cigarette in his guitar strings. Jimi Hendrix style. Jimi Hendrix style. That's nice. And Fire has the thing. Yeah, you wouldn't. Well, you couldn't do it these days. No, nah. unfortunately. And someone, someone must have lit that cigarette for him because he didn't do it. It was given to him while the song was going on. Yeah. So do you think it's an affectation, or he really was craving a cigarette? Yeah. So, so yeah, exactly. Now, I've got a guitar point to make, if I may. Go ahead. Again. First one of episode three. <laughs> He's playing on the solos on the. On the album, the solos are played are backwards. John plays them yes. and they're reversed. Yes, yes. So you want to kind of... Uh, Dave wants, I think, here to sound... To approximate a, a, a different sound. So he's using an octaver. Where he... Whatever note you play, you can make it play up or down an octave. Or, I'm not sure. I've never had one. Maybe you can play more than one octave up. But I think he's playing it on the low setting. Mm. So whatever note he plays... Is also replicated and it gives it a good heavy feel, a bit of a different sound. Yeah, I actually think it works really well there for, for Give It Away. Flea at, at 802. Mm. Are you gonna? Uh, can I just try and predict what you're gonna say? Go on, then. when he rolls, he does a forward roll. I mean, that is yeah. impressive with a guitar in your hand. <laughs> yes, it's very impressive. Flea does a forward roll with, with a, his with a, guitar yeah, in, in his hand and just get just does it like it's completely natural. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, um, do you think Flea? Has it contractually written into all the guitarists that join Chili's that they have to come and face him for the quiet bits in the middle of the stage? Oh, yeah, that, well, that's what I'm talking about. That's what him and John sort of legendarily do do. Do do. do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's, that's the level of humour you'll find on the University Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> yeah. podcast. Uh, at uh, Universally RHCP. Exactly. Uh, tweet us with your do do jokes. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, probably. And but did you notice how obviously Anthony's got a guitar, which I, I think oh, is that's ridiculous. ridiculous. But he also approaches him. I mean, what are you doing, you know, Swan? I know. Thank God he gave up doing that because it's pointless. All he's doing on that, I think it's an E minor or an E fifth, uh, which is an E minor, on the solos. So he's just yeah. playing one chord for a long time twice. Yeah, it's pointless, hmm. and it looks. It looks stupid. Yeah, it looks stupid. Um, but uh, he doesn't do it anymore, so... No. No. And it was, a, it was a brief window. Because was he doing it at the Tibetan Freedom concert when John came back? Yeah, I've, I have seen other concerts where he, where he does do that. But so that, but I'm saying in the John oh, era. No, no, not in the John era, no. It's purely... No, but the fact that first concert when Pearl no, Jam gave up no, some no, of their no, time. No, 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 as far as I know. Might have to research, might have to look at that. Yeah. Um, now, let's talk about the little boy. Oh, yes. A little boy to be seen in a couple of shots. Little boy to be seen quite a lot. Yeah. That's the little boy who Anthony was holding by the hand leading through in the first behind-the-scenes clip saying, then it's time for the big show. Do you know who that little boy is? I do not. I have researched this on the... Uh, you are a demon. I mean, all I, do is watch this <laughs> while... all I do is watch this while I'm on the exercise bike two days before the... Well, last time you made notes. Copious yeah, notes. Yeah, no, I did, yeah. So no, I no. thought, well, I'd better bloody note up. And then this time, I made no notes because you didn't before. And, and I didn't was, even yeah, lose my notes this an time. An absolute reverse, reverse uh, situation. <laughs> that young boy is James Kiedis, Anthony's brother. Oh, Anthony's yeah. brother. He's very young. Yeah. Well, he's Why seven. is he so young? Well, because obviously Blackie was... Blackie oh, Dammer, Blackie Anthony's was a, dad, yeah. was... Um, on this episode, I keep saying Anthony, not Anthony. 
I, I, I'm, I'm glad you've, you know, you're going to rectify, you're gonna that. rectify that of your own accord. I'll try. Anthony, Anthony, Anthony. I'll go through the entire oh, that's thing. that's his name. Yeah, I know. I'll go through the whole thing and replace him. I'll just drop in the... Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's his brother. And he's on stage for quite a lot of this. Yeah. He's got a little mic stand. Yes. And uh, he's... Oh, is it turned on? I mean, is it? No, well... Is he a better singer than Anthony? Possibly. Well, even though he probably can't talk, he might well... It's Seth. <laughs> <laughs> how, how much of a bad father do you think Blackie is? Oh, uh, At least yeah, teach yeah, your yeah, son yeah. to talk. Yeah. I mean, Anthony, Anthony can talk. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, Anthony what's can wrong talk. with you? I don't know. Please, listeners, I am a fan of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, <laughs> yeah. and I know that Anthony's name is pronounced Anthony. I don't know what's wrong with um, Anyway, well, that's lovely to see, you know, a humanistic touch from the swan. Yeah, drag his brother around. Drag his brother around. He's Take him out seven school. years old. Yeah, out yeah. of school, stick him on stage, everyone's smoking, and Anthony. Yeah, taking drugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a lovely humanistic touch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought I really enjoyed that performance of Give It Away. I think we pointed at Dave's trousers. Oh, yeah. I mean, Sweet. Dave Navarro looks the part. Yeah. And that, he sounds the well, part on that song. The thing is, though, he's a bit tidy. He's a bit yeah, neat. Yeah, he's... But he's got a lovely ass. Did you see, <laughs> <laughs> Did you see his bum? Well, no, those trousers. I, I must admit, physically, they all look pretty tasty. And Dave's so. On yeah. that side shot, there's, he's so lithe. Yeah, well, they all are. They're, they're all in. Well, I think that actually, Anthony's. No, nah, the Swan. No, nah, no way, man. I mean, he's he's uh, he's physically still in his prime at this stage. Well, I will say this about Dave Navarro. Yeah, he's bloody gorgeous. But he's his his clothing and his physical appearance. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of his. He wears makeup. He wears these tight black trousers. He's. He's not a chili pepper. No, but but I think on some of the uh, the artwork of weren't they wearing makeup in the artwork for One Hot Minute? One Hot on the Minute. Album? Yeah, I mean the, the, that I mean, was Dave's influence. With Chad in makeup. Famously, the picture on the sleeve of One Hot Minute is Chad uh, with his bleach blonde, I think. Right. Holding is it holding a teddy bear? Looking uncomfortable. Well, no. I mean, they all look. Uh, you know. It's a, it's a, I, such a yeah. Dave was a makeup wearer. That's great. I've, I've myself, which not a problem. But it's it just like you've got a problem. No, I haven't. I've not at all got a problem with it. But what I'm saying is, it's not necessarily what you would expect from the chili. Uh, uh, yeah, fun with They're very loose. Very. It's not what you get yeah. from. Um, uh, no, it's there not, wasn't. It's not blood sugar sex magic era. No, and we don't want to hark back, do we? No, that's the last thing we want to do. <laughs> no, we don't want to constantly. Compare Dave Navarro to John, John Shantae. <laughs> Which is not what we're doing. No. But what we're saying is he came in, this was a, a specific uh, block of time. Yeah. Probably only two or three years. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Where Dave was in the band, he's got his earrings in, he's got his nipple rings in. Lovely. Which are fine. Yeah. Uh, but he did change the face of the band in it. Certainly in, did. In a way. He certainly way. did. Both musically and obviously with this makeup that we keep talking about. I do need to reaffirm though, please, that he is gorgeous mm. and he looks lovely. He's a lovely man, actually. I I've met him on a couple of no, occasions. I think you'll find that's a little slow. No, uh, 
he is a lovely man, though. When I say I've met him, I've seen him on a couple of TV shows. <laughs> okay. And he is actually a really nice Okay, guy. so you've yeah. ju- you're... he's a lovely I've man. I've had to scale it back. Yeah. I've ha- I've... So you haven't met him? No. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Not uh, not been fortunate enough to meet him, but I have. I feel like I have, because I saw him on... Um, when we were travelling, He was there was a show where they were recruiting a new singer for In Excess. Right. Oh, yes, there was, yeah. And he was on the panel. Right. And we watched that show religiously. And, uh, yeah. I he's, feel like... he's doing a tattoo show now. Oh, he's got a few tats. He's got... He, back in this era, he's pretty barren. He's quite tattoo Nowadays, he's Is he covered? covered, yeah. What, like, upper body? Yeah. Fully yeah. covered. Anyway, that's tattoo talk. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's uh, move on to the next bit of fun. So, things. Well, we'll close it off, shall we, by saying... I was trying to close it off. <laughs> <laughs> Give Sam a chance to. Uh, I, know, I think he's going into. Might have to do the the, the previously known as the Heimlich maneuver. <coughs> All right, please close it off. It's closed. Is it? That's it. Okay, we're abandoning the previously announced format of talking about all the in-between sections because it was taking too long. It was too time-consuming. Too time-consuming. Um, Aeroplane, live in New York City, Madison Square Garden, 1995. <laughs> yes. What did you make of that? I thought it was very, a very good performance. Yeah. Um, stark contrasts to the album version in terms of the obviously the backing singing because the backing singing on the album is provided by a bunch of kids. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Although they've got a they've got James there. They have got the only thing talk. Of course. So he can't enunciate no, words, let alone he's only uh, seven. So. Hold a tune. <laughs> <laughs> um, but very good. I thought uh, well, actually I thought the Swan's delivery was a little bit disappointing, actually. He he's good but not great. This is a shock turnaround. Go because on. normally it's me moaning about the Swans live performance and you defending him. Yeah. Well, actually... no, we should, I don't think we've actually uh, previously announced this on the podcast, although you've made it quite clear you're a guitarist. I'm actually a singer. Right. Okay. But you are a guitarist. I am a guitarist. I'm a singer. Have you, what, what, style of band did you play in what kind of music did you play um i've sung in several bands throughout my career but probably okay. my claim to fame is as the lead singer of the lukewarm chili peppers the lukewarm chili peppers sounds good yeah they were red hot chili peppers tribute act cover band <laughs> cover band yeah um okay uh, i was a singer you uh you were the guitarist I was the guitarist. You were. Do you remember? 
Vaguely, it's yeah, it was a good it's time. Blurry, yeah, oh, bloody blurry. But uh, yeah, so yes, that's our that's our background. Um, so okay. vocally, you know, I do tend to stick up for this one because I know it's a difficult job. Yeah, and I normally moan about him not being able to sing live. Yes. However, Got I actually think I think you let slip before this podcast that you thought this was raw mm. and were disappointed with the Swans' performance on on all on the these. Su- Actually, so far, I've been quite quite yeah. pleased with it. I've got a note here that says, the swan with five exclamation marks after it, just from the bit where he goes, the sitting in my kitchen, coming into the second verse. Yeah. He gives that so much. It's That is really good. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, those, well, as we said last week, of all the songs on this album, this is the one where he can relax into it and be himself. Yeah. And this song, from this era... I think it's a great it's a great track and it's it's a we said last time talking about one hot minute it's very chilly dish mm. it stands up now oh, yeah. i put this amongst my favorite i love the 25 chili songs yeah chili for me songs. it's probably in the top 20 yeah you know it's a great song great job from dave yeah lovely yeah, job from chad some yeah. lovely roles in there yeah it's some really tight roles yeah and um really good guitar tone i think from dave yeah. Now let's talk about one of the backing singers. Something. Oh my god! Are we I'm, gonna... I'm holding yeah, over. I totally forgot. I'm holding over the second backing singer for another song. Yes. But do you know who the female backing singer is? I don't know who she is. Now I, <laughs> I spent quite a lot of time looking this up. The first time I watched it, and then the second time I watched it, I let the credits run, and it tells you who it is. Oh yeah. It's Rain Phoenix. Oh uh, right. River's brother. Oh, the man? No, the girl. That's what I thought. <laughs> well, hang on a minute. You just said it's Rain Phoenix River's River's brother. <laughs> so I said, oh, the man. <laughs> no, the girl. So which one is it? Okay. okay. Right, let's start that again. Okay, you, here we go. Go on. Here we go. Yeah. Um, can we talk about the backing singers? We don't have to go that far back. Where should I go from? Rain Phoenix. Hang on. Welcome to University of Speaking. <laughs> <laughs> it's Rain Phoenix, uh, River Phoenix's sister. Right. Oh, the, yes, the female. The right. female. Well, I don't necessarily need to know who she is. It's good to know that, that she's Rain Phoenix. But my major problem with her is that she's massively overbearing. Really? Yeah, I mean, listen to the song. She's, to me, she's just overly loud. I think what you might be thinking is overly loud is actually the guy singing. It's my it's like, my aeroplane. That's the oh, guy. That's the man. That's the guy doing it higher because Anthony's doing it lower. Oh, and he's like doing the kids. That's yeah. the man. Yeah, we'll talk about that man later on. Right. Because well, no, that I want to talk about that aspect of the backing scene because that's okay. ridiculous. I did that have... stuck out to me straight away. Did it not hit no. you? Well, I just thought that's a nice octave up. Yeah. No, no, no. I didn't. I didn't think it was overbearing. I, I do find it thinnish. Yeah, because we're yeah. used to the full sound of the of the, of the, the alphabet. No, I'm okay with it. I wasn't happy with the with the quality of the backing singers. Now, I but great facts about Rain. Oh, I've got, I've got either one. a man or a woman. Well, it's River Phoenix's brother. I've got some more facts about Rain Phoenix. If you can guess what her middle name is, so I... it is a woman. Yes, it's a yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? 
Um, I did that one on purpose. Right. I've got currently. Yeah. Now, have you researched Rain Phoenix? No, no. Right, I I've got forty pounds in my wallet. Excellent. If you can guess what her middle name is, ah. I'll give you this forty pounds. You seem pretty confident. I'm, I'm completely confident. It's Rain. No, hang on, I haven't guessed. No, I know. Rain. Okay. Yeah. Blank, blank, blank. Ah. Phoenix. Three words. Salt of the earth. That's four words. Salt of earth. Salt of earth. That's less <laughs> likely. Rain. Joan of Arc. Phoenix. Oh, man, I could have got that. Could you? Well, now I know what it is. <laughs> yeah, seems more obvious. And also, Rain Phoenix. I didn't realise this was going to be a quiz. <laughs> Otherwise, Otherwise, I would have researched it, it more thoroughly. Rain Phoenix um, was not only... Um, uh, sorry. She did the backing vocals on Bang and Blaine. From, oh, uh, R.E.M. R.E.M., yeah. yeah. Uh, we may not have talked about this. We're also both big R.E.M. fans. Yes. Um, well, we might... Well, well, we may do some inter... Interstellar. Interstellar. Interstitial episodes. Yeah. No, we, we probably won't. This is, this is the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. Well, what about doing an R.E.M. podcast called R.E.M. Anissing? Reminiscing. Yeah, nice. Yeah, um, good. Where we can talk about probably best Rain not Phoenix. To talk about it right now. Though. No, okay. Backup vocals on Bang and Blame was in the video for At My Most Beautiful. So she's obviously a massive friend of uh, Michael Stone. Yeah, well, presumably. Mm. And Monster was dedicated to River, so that whole th that whole thing ties together. Yeah. Um, that's that's it. That's Rain Phoenix facts. Yeah. That's the end of Rain Phoenix good. facts. Anything else to so, say about aeroplanes? Well, I'm still a little bit confused as to whether Rain Phoenix is the man or the woman. <laughs> Rain Phoenix is the woman. It's River Phoenix's sister. Yeah. So, I thought she was overbearing. Now you're telling me it might <laughs> have been the man. That it was the man singing It's My Aeroplane. All right. This is what's confusing. You think the woman, the, man, the woman was singing the man's bits. I'm telling you that the woman is a man. I can see why you're confused. Under the Bridge, live from New York in 1995. What did you, well, your first thing that you said while we were watching that was, it's too slow. It was very slow. It was plodding. But, oh, the beginning was plodding. Yes. Normally, Chad, when he comes in, if it starts off slowly, which he does quite a lot, yeah, he, he, he picks it, it up, mm. but he didn't do it that time. It was very slow. It was a bit on the slow side. I mean, it sounded nice. I think you've got a little bit to, to say about it in terms of Dave's performance. Dave's choice of chords. Yes, I have. He plays it wrong. Mm. He plays the chorus 
obviously agree. wrong. Yeah. And you'd think, given that he is the guitarist. I've got a lot to say about his performance. You're right. About the whole song. One. There's not enough um, embellishment on the chords, which mm. is in the actual song on the recording, which you'll see John Frusciante do. Mm. He's not doing it. I play Under the Bridge in my sets. When I've, I've seen you play it. Yeah. I play it better than Dave plays it there. Mm. And I'm not in the Red Hot Chili Peppers. No. And I'm singing as well. It's funny you say that. At times, I've sung it better. Yes. And I'm not. Again, yeah. and, 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 aren't you? Not as we speak. No. No. Give it time. Um, yeah, give it enough time. You're right. It's not the swans. Of the, of the three songs that we've watched so far, that's by far the swans' weakest performance. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously he's, he's exposed on this one and... He's struggling on yeah. that song. On that song, it's, he's, at times, he's yeah. not great. It's not the, it's it's not great. But Dave is playing the wrong, literally which playing is, the which wrong. Probably chord. doesn't help him. Well, no, it's the right. It's the right key. It's the right. Mm. It's the Rich right chord. He's fine, playing. He's playing it? an E. Uh, sorry, uh, what is it? Might be an F sharp minor. Not sure. Whatever it is, he's playing the right note, mm. but he's just playing the wrong form of that chord. And Surprising. It's ridiculous. You wouldn't expect it. No, you'd think someone. Flea is a fantastic musician. Dave Navarro is a great musician. Hmm. Someone would you'd say. You'd think someone would say, on, Dave, man. this is. You're, playing the wrong, you're not playing it right. But we, we, we mustn't dwell on it. No, but we, I will dwell on it for a little bit longer. Just, just a moment more. Yeah. Because <laughs> on the outro, where it's leading up to the under the bridge downtown, that's why I drew some blood under the bridge downtown, there's a. You know, it's got that... The old F-E-G. Yeah. Feg. Yeah. And he doesn't play it properly. No. He play it right. And even you said, you can see, you can hear he's not playing it properly. And I think it's worth also commenting that there is some fantastic backing singing from uh, River Phoenix's brother. Well, yes, Rain Phoenix's River's brother. <laughs> yeah. It, it, During it, that period. It is great, but then she stops. Yes, I know. Well... It, why does she stop? She does it twice, and it's brilliant. Yeah. Um, I don't. I, then she I don't know why she stopped. Obviously. Um, I did note that the Swan. Mm. First time I noticed is wearing two full gloves that look like they have some kind of rubber white studding on them, which yeah. is an interesting choice because I think he possibly played the guitar on those full gloves earlier on. He did. I, what I noticed about the swan, as I, as I actually pointed yeah. out to you as we were yeah. watching it, Got that his blade inner tattoo. arm tattoo. Yeah. Is that I inner arm or outer arm? I think it's the underarm. Medium. Yeah. yeah but I didn't realise he'd had those so early. Well, he's only got one of them. Yes. But when I say those, yeah. I mean that. Yeah. <laughs> but he does then get another one on his other arm, doesn't he? he uh, well, yes, Later as far on. as we know. Yeah. Well, we do know. Unconfirmed. <laughs> it's not unconfirmed. No, it is confirmed. <laughs> But he had that one done. But he still hasn't got a lot of his other no. sort of upper arm tattoos done. But I didn't realise he'd had that one done. Nor did I. I felt that was very much uh, by the way here. Yeah, I thought, it, but I thought he'd had them both done during by Yeah. So there we go. We'd learn a bit. Well, that's what this podcast is about. I hope everyone is learning, I hope. Well, I'd like to think so. A note on the second backing singer. The, the, the man, man or the woman. <laughs> the man. <laughs> yes. Oh, River Phoenix's brother. No, sister. Yes, of course. He Excuse is me. called Robbie Allen. 
Ah, yes. A.K.A. Rob Run. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. Spider. I looked him up. Couldn't find a lot about him. He has got a website, it seems, that looks like it was built in 1995. Yeah. On a Commodore 64. I think it's... One of the things that I I noticed when I was watching it for the first time uh, that just brought a smile to my face was seeing both of the backing singers smoking a cigarette. That's the way to keep your voice in tip-top. I just found that, that, you know, that to me, it's the 90s. Yeah. We're, we're in a rock and roll environment. We're all smoking. Everyone can smoke. Yeah. We'll all be vaping nowadays. Well, yeah, I mean, they'll be on no, twisted no, ice cream or whatever it is. If we were, if we were all sat inside Madison Square Garden, garden, gardens, yeah, no one would be smoking. No, they wouldn't. You're not allowed. So it's good to see that uh, in those days, you know, it was free and easy. It was. It was a more free era. Overall, under the bridge, did you enjoy that? I thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay, I didn't enjoy it much. I think it's too slow to begin. Dave doesn't play it properly. The backing singing ends that uh, quits too early and Anthony doesn't sing it very well. No. But apart from that, it was fantastic. Yes, and, and actually, when I watched it for the first time, I didn't enjoy it very much at all. But now that I've had a chance to drink six or seven beers... And then re-watch it. And then re-watch right. it. Right. I enjoyed it a lot more. Okay, well, in that case, you'll probably love the next song. Which is? That's a very good question. in New York City and I have to say Warped is rapidly becoming one of my favourite Chili songs that I love that live version I love that live version what do you make of that? well it was a very energised performance of a song which has had some bad press did it? it did really? yes not necessarily from us or the press. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, it was very good. Great to see Chad playing very strongly yeah, yeah, again. Yeah, I mean, fantastic. come on. Let's shout out for Chad. Yeah. Oh, Chad. Brilliant. But yeah, it was good. I mean, gr- when you see the swan deliver it like that, you realise it's not, you know, it's, it's still a fully physical experience for him. It's, yes, Absolutely. That song, the delivery of that song, I think is interesting because it's different from the way it's played on the album. Mm. In the album, it's much more fluid and the vocals come in at at much more random times, which would be almost impossible to do live. Mm. What they do in that live version is um, 
it's very much there's more gaps left in between yeah. the bits yeah. so that you can come in on the start of the bar yeah. which is which you need to do and it, it sounds great yeah. uh, but it makes it a bit more structured more easy to sing it's not as fluid it's not as fluid you're right but you're right the swan is giving it the full physical he's giving it the full treatment two gloves body arch back yeah yeah it, it's very very good funny enough I mean, I don't know what I was on when I was on my exercise bike watching this gig the first time. <laughs> well, when I phoned you and you said, I think they're a bit raw and you weren't impressed with the swan. And I said, yeah. well, we can't talk about it. Well, maybe I wasn't on anything and that was the problem. Well, there you go. But, but I watched it and I had a bit and I thought the swan, that, that particular performance of Warped is the reason that I picked this uh, this video to show. do, yeah. It's well, I was unimpressed really by most of it the first time I watched it, but having now watched it back, I mean, that seemed to me to be fantastic. Yeah, I've put swan and six exclamation marks. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Hello. What the fuck? How Hello. many beers did you add when you wrote these notes? I think I did an exclamation point for each bit. Maybe you'd just fallen asleep on the exclamation mark kit. What, and just rubbed it? Oh, no, I wrote it longhand. I'm old school. Well, yeah, it's not long. Yeah, and in fact, you have to fall asleep on two keys to do an exclamation point. Yeah, I mean, it which can is happen. hard to do. Well, that can. I, I'm testament to. I, I know that can happen. You can fall asleep on anything. Well, yeah. Dave's performance on Dave's performance here is brilliant. Yes. I just want to reiterate again how bloody gorgeous he is, and then go back on to his the guitar music. playing. That's, yeah. Sorry. No, so, I know. Sorry, girls. <laughs> yeah, no, I know that you're. Sorry, a, man. You're a, you're a fan of his physical form. I am. But let's focus on the guitar. All right, well, you asked for it. I'll bring up a guitar point. Please do. He plays it really well. <laughs> that, that, that guitar solo on um, on Warped is sounds so great and close to the record. It's very different from what you're getting with John. A lot of the time what Dave's playing here is less improvised, less free than yeah. what John will do. And it's a lot closer to the record. And you get the feeling watching this that what Dave is going to play then, he probably plays something very similar, if not if not the same, night after night. I get that feeling from seeing him play. But that bit on Warp, that guitar time Warp is phenomenal. Dave Navarro. We said it wasn't the Dave Bashing podcast, didn't we, last time? And it's not. It certainly isn't. You know, we even when we're not talking about uh, One Hot Minute, which we won't be, thank God, for any more of these. Uh, no, I say, you know, I say that in jest, of course. But we won't be talking about this album. I'll miss him. I'll miss Dave Navarro. I'll miss him. Yeah. Those tight trousers. Oh, that bum. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Warped. Good, bad, indifferent. No, much better than I remembered. Mm, yeah, really, I mean, it just really goes good. to show if you drink enough beer and watch anything, it it will be it will be impressive. Exactly, this I think is a tip for all uh, potential podcasters. Yeah, drink a lot of beer, watch it really loud, and sit in yeah. a very small room. Yeah, get you know, watch something that you you are you have been previously passionate about. Yeah, and uh, when you've had a few beers, you, it will really impress you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, we now are going to move on to my friends.
Okay, we're coming back in yes. to talk about my friends. Yes. First thing I'd like to say on a guitar point yeah, is the guitar issue. Yeah. Dave is using the Parker Fly, which he used to recreate my friends. We've seen it on Letterman and other live performances. I know you don't necessarily like the appearance of it, but the sound is perfectly acceptable for this song. Hmm. It, it, it replicates the sound of an acoustic guitar because of the piezo pickups. Hmm. But also is a... Um, gives it that bit in the, in the in the middle when he's playing the the octaves, muted out middle string. Um, to you got an acoustic and an electric in one guitar. That's like. the beauty of it, is it? That well, that is the only beauty of the Parker Fly because it looks disgusting. What else I like about it is he's he's using the exact same strap that Nuno Betancourt uses. Did you see he's got the clip strap? Oh, strap wise, yeah, Damasio. Uh, I've got. Strap. I've got to be brutally honest. With you. <laughs> yeah, are you going to tell me? Yeah. You didn't pick up on the fact that Dave Navarro was using a Damasio clip strap on that particular song. I'm afraid I am. Yes. I'm I sorry. I don't know why I even bloody bother with this. No. I'm sorry. Well, that's why I have to bring up the guitar. Box. That's why you've got your notes. I've got my notes. Yeah. I didn't make any notes this week. Well, I mean, and when you do, what happens to? Them? I drop them. On yes, the you lose them. Is this Chad's last topless tour? No, I don't think so. Do you think he's topless in the Cali tour? Oh, I'd like to think so, yeah. Oh, uh, was he wearing the border suits? We'll have to, on another episode, look at the um, off the on the off off the off map. the map on yeah. the map on the map somewhere off the mapping. Map. No, something. it's definitely off the map. Uh, un- unsure. It's nice to see all the lads topless anyway. It is Chad. At this point, I think it was time. Comfortable. I mean, he's got a, a pair of titties there. Mm, I try not to use that kind of language on the podcast. What, titties? I might have to bleep that out. <laughs> Please don't say that again. <laughs> Last week you said cunt. <laughs> right, now I'm going to definitely have to drop the volume out on that bit. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. That got a bit racy. Um, Rain, Phoenix, singing great again. Really oh, high on the choruses. I don't want to talk about Rain, Phoenix. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on, man. Great solo from Dave. Yeah, great. And um, as as you discussed, the vocals are tough. Well, no, I was going to talk about Rob Rule, aka Rob Run, aka Spider. Oh, that man again. Low hanging. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that man in a bra. No, which that's... is why I got confused. Yes. About uh, whether Rain Phoenix was River's brother or sister. Yeah. Because he's wearing a bra, a gold bra. Nice to see. Yeah, that's yeah. the sort of shit we used to do. Yeah. Did we? Yeah. Hang we on. Used to wear a dress. Yes, but I never wore a bra. Well, you didn't need to. We might post some pictures of the old days uh, on on the Twitter. Maybe on the Twitter feed, uh, which is uh, at universally RHCP. It certainly is. That's all one word. It is, yeah. Well, <laughs> in lowercase. Uh, in lowercase. Do you specify that or not? I don't know. I'm, I'm not that au fait with Twitter. But vocally, yeah. Yeah, the vo- let's, let, you know, we've skirted around all of the... <sighs> this, is the this is the low point. The vocals are an issue. Um, can we put it down to a bad performance? No. No. Um, so, what can we put it down to? The fact that it's an incredibly tough song to sing. On the as, al- we, as we may actually... We may prove, but uh, we won't go too far with that because no, it may won't. or may not go into no, this podcast. So um, it's an incredibly tough song to sing. Yes. It goes from very high to very low. Oh my god! Yeah, 
there's a lot of coverage with backing vocals and stuff on the on the album. On the album, yeah. And you just don't get it here. It's just so difficult to sing. And the swan butchers it. Yeah. Strong language, sure. But it's not good. Strong for sure. Honest. Sure. Agreed. Yeah. The verses he doesn't do well. The 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 bridge. It doesn't the, really. No, there's 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 not really any any part of it that you can take solace in. No, and uh, we come off the back of saying that there are some great vocal performances on this video. Mm. That's not one of them. But no. it, it, fucking hell, it's such a tough song to sing. It's very difficult, and I'd, and without the necessary, as you say, support. Mm. It's, understa- it's, it's, it's understandable to see him exposed and feeling... Mm. It's difficult as well, because he hasn't got the crowd behind it like Under the Bridge would have, because no. they don't know it that well. It's a new song. Um, it's difficult. I would say, though, and I recollect, this may be apocryphal, that you told me when you bought One Hot Minute that you went to the record shop Oh, it's not this again. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping to get into the whole story. Um, but my friends, I think, is a great song. It's a, it's a, it's a great song. Yes, it's it's not only a great song. I love it. Brilliant, uh, Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. I think you can live your life by what they say. Um, to give you love, no matter what. Yes, on the final verse. It's it's unbelievable. And yeah, okay, this is not a great performance of it. And the swan, lean, mean, lovely long hair. Yeah, I don't think he's that lean. (laughs) We're talking about that. No. If you want to see a lean man, (laughs) look at David Navarro. No. If you want to see someone who's just... Let me finish. Go on, man. Are you going to say he's lean? Lean, mean, lovely long hair. Yeah. You can't... Deny his lovely long hair. I'm not denying that at all. No, yeah, absolutely good. And vocally, he's pretty solid actually. Throughout the whole thing, yeah, mainly. not necessarily on this track. No. But overall, I think we'll give him the benefit of that. Very energetic. Oh, he's certainly an energetic fellow. Yes. He's proven that throughout the years. Not so much nowadays. A bit more staid. Yeah, well, he has to be now because he can't. <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. Just trying to run a, a lean, mean podcast, and um, Sam's just had a little bit of vomit in his mouth. A little bit of a burp. Yeah. ground yes not one of my favorites no. i'd never really even think of it as a chili song i never listened to it well let's be honest we're rewinding to 88 we are at which point i was 11 i was nine were you seven yeah about seven yeah, yeah. i mean it's difficult to know well, you exactly. can talk 
You're the same age as James Keyless, so you probably couldn't talk. I couldn't even talk in 88. I think it's a good performance for Higher Ground, definitely. Oh, it's a great song. Lovely performance. Fits in with Dave's um, guitar sound. Anthony sings it well. Yeah, I mean, it's actually, it's. Uh, I think the, 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 the most notable aspect of this particular performance is that the swan is looking so comfortable again. Yeah, exactly. They've, they've picked that song. I don't know if, if it's in the same key as it was when Stevie Wonder did it. But if it was that original key, it fits the swan mm. perfectly. Mm. Wouldn't surprise me if it was changed down. I don't know. I haven't looked into that. But that's the opportunity that you have to fit something directly into your range. It's and he sings it great. He sings it great. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. But it's so... Well, I mean, High Ground, taken from One Hot Minute, that was one of their hits, you know. Taken from, from One Hot Minute or taken from Mother's uh, Milk? Sorry, from Mother's Milk. It was one of, the, one of the hits. It was, yeah. You know, you've got High Ground. You've... It, that, for them, was a breakthrough. I mean, it's nice to see them falling back onto that again. Yeah. It's a, it was a big hit, you're right. And because they look at them. Well, this still is, so young. This is what I was talking about. Swan looks like a he looks a like a slightly, child. A slightly chubby in the middle child. <laughs> <laughs> this is this speaks to the point that I made on the the first couple of episodes where I was talking about one hot minute being more of a return to the sound of mother's milk. Where it's slightly mm-hmm. more heavy guitar and a why John didn't like the sound of that. He wanted to be playing stuff that was more like the early stuff. But you said, was it Michael Bein... Who did you say did Mother's Milk? Beinhorn? Beinhorn, yeah. Mm. Made him made the guitar sound a bit heavier. Mm. It suits Dave. Yeah. The guitar sounds really good. Great little solo. But one... Uh, it, 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 to be honest, the first time I watched it, I just thought, I've got no time for higher ground. That's a good song. Thoughts about the video overall? Can you do it quicker? (laughs) (laughs) Once again, we're getting to three minutes past ten. Sam slowed down. Yeah, I I am. I'll slow down. Can you give me your thoughts about the video overall? It's not just about the chilies, is it, this? (laughs) Who else is it about? It's it's reminiscent of the the mid nineties. Reminiscent, yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's not only reminiscent of the mid nineties. <laughs> <laughs> it factually <laughs> happened. It's a historical. <laughs> <laughs> it's a historical fact. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm. Now, Sam, can yes. you give me your thoughts on the video? Hmm. I'll give you my thoughts because he's got a mouthful of bear. Overall, I really enjoy that video. I like the behind the scenes bits. Go and have a look at it. it it's it's um it's a good look back at the past of the chilies. It's an eye opener. Well, quite. Made you breathe very deeply there. Did you just breathe deep? Uh, long and deep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, and if you want to see something really good, go and watch like the Sling Castle. Yeah, we will talk about. We will. That oh my god, <laughs> when that happens, I don't the, know. Oh. The Live at Slane episode might maybe well hours long. Yes, yes. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed watching that. It's a it's a great bit of Chili's history. Um, nice to see a man in the bra. Nice to see Rain Phoenix, and nice to see James Keyless. <laughs>
Well, this was Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast, um, episode three. We are on Twitter at Universally Speaking. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. I'll do this. Step back. Okay. This was episode three of Universally Speaking, and we are available to everybody on the Twitter podcast app. <laughs> oh, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> right, go to me. This was episode three of Universally Speaking. <laughs> Give us a shout on Twitter. We'll answer one of your questions. Universally RHCP. At Universally RHCP. <laughs> We've got through it. Okay. Should we end this section off with the rap intro to uh, Magic Johnson? Oh, yes. Okay. One, two, three, four. LA Lakers, fast break makers, kings of the car shaker, make car takers, back to back, it's a badass fact, a claim that remains. Intact. M A G I C. That's it. See you on the court, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>